Hey, this is John Workman, host of Stuff Electricians Should Know, the podcast, as well as creator of electricianslibrary.com. Now, if you've followed me for any amount of time, you know that um, we've done over 100 episodes of Stuff Electricians Should Know. And before this, we had a podcast called The Weekly Buzz, where we recorded over 30, 30 episodes of that as well. And they are 100% free, and we'll continue to make these 100% free Love doing them, love putting them together, giving you this this free educational resource to help you out. Now, to help keep this free, I've decided to write a book called Rules for Electricians. And this is the first volume in a three-volume set of rules for electricians, uh, rules that you should know to help yourself uh, be better each and every single day uh, in this amazing trade that you're involved in. So you can head over to www.rulesforelectricians.com and you can check it out, uh, give you a brief explanation of the rules that you're going to find in the book and how they can help you. And by you supporting this book, you will help to support uh, this podcast and the other resources that we have to keep them free for anybody who wants to who wants to learn and better themselves in the trade. So head over to rulesforelectricians.com, check it out, and uh, show us a little love and get your copy today. Welcome to Stuff Electrician Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, John Workman. And before we get started, I just wanted to tell you about SESK University, that Stuff Electrician Should Know University. Now, this is something special that we've been putting together for you, the electrician that has become a premium training resource. Now, what is it? First of all, it's not just a newsletter. This is an interactive booklet that comes to you in physical form every single month. And what do I mean by interactive? I mean there are QR codes that pull up videos, that pull up audio, that pull up downloads, worksheets, you name it, we've had it on there. And this comes every single month to your doorstep. Now, something special is happening in the month of July. Beginning in July, there will be a video masterclass that will join the SESKU booklet for even more in-depth training on the month's subject. So it's not something you're going to want to miss. Uh, head over to sesk-u.com, and you can learn more about it. That's sesk-u.com, and make sure you sign up today so that you don't miss out on all the great training that is coming in the future. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming after that flood of podcasts last month uh, talking about Cody. So let's let's change courses here. Let's switch gears here. Enough about Cody. Um, and let's talk a little bit about speed. Now, does speed, more speed, always mean better? Is it always good to have more speed? Uh, depends on the situation, right? So I want to tell you a little bit, a little, a little story, okay? And, uh, 
and it's kind of a, a personal story, but, but it's pretty relevant to what's going on here. So, uh, just right a few miles north of my house, there's a, there's a reservoir that, uh, we love to go hang out with when we were, when we were in high school, when we were teenagers. And there are a few different ways to get into this reservoir. Now, the, the way we love to go was there was a trail that, uh, you had to hike a couple miles into, uh, to get to the backside of the lake. And this was fun because there's so much, uh, a beauty back there. And it's such a cool hike and, and there, there are so many cool things to do on the hike as you're, as you're going to the lake. So one day we decided to take, uh, take some girls along with us. And, uh, one of these girls was a really good friend and, and she had some lung issues and, because of these lung issues, she had to have a, a pump. Uh, kind of, I guess it, at the time, I guess it looks similar to what you'd see now is like a uh, pump that diabetics have, but it, uh, it pumped the medicine for her lungs into, into her body and kind of kept those, those, uh, those med- meds regulated. So anyways, we got down there and when we got down there to the lake, she had to change one of the tubes. And, uh, she had to, to use a pair of scissors to, to cut the tube and whatnot. And anyways, we looked at her and we said, what would happen if we were clear down here and you cut one of those tubes and you weren't able to, to fix it and, uh, get the medicine you need? She said, well, we would have to get home really fast or else we would be in big trouble. Uh, or else she would be in big trouble. So anyways, we go through the day and we're getting ready to leave and, and, uh, getting ready to hike out. And she has to change the tube again before we make the hike out. And what do you think happened? <laughs> you guessed it. She cut the tube wrong and she was not able to use it. So what did we have to do? We had to put it on my back and I had to hike this two miles or whatever it was out with this little tiny girl on my back. Luckily she was, she literally was really small. Um, and we got in the car and I had at the time a little, a little Subaru. Uh, two door car and we got that thing going as fast as it could. I mean, we we're going straight away. We were going 105 miles an hour in that little thing. We thought it was going to fall apart, but, uh, long story short, we got her home in time. She got the tube changed and uh, all was good, but we don't typically drive that fast on that straightaway because there are a few little whoop de doos in the middle of it, which, uh, if you caught some air off of those, you, uh, you could definitely lose control of the car. So, so speed on that straightaway was definitely, uh, a factor and you may or may not want to go that fast and speed in a lot of things is a factor. So, so what does this have to do with VFDs? That's what we're talking about is VFDs. Um, because that is one of the frequent questions that I get as a purveyor of the knowledge on this show. And so today I want to, I want to start with VFDs because it's a variable frequency drive and it controls the speed of the motors. Now let's, let's get into VFDs for just a second and let's start with the name. VFD stands for variable frequency drive, but it's also called by a few other, other names too. Uh, adjustable speed drive, adjustable frequency drive, AC drive, micro drive, and sometimes just drive among other things. But so, we don't want to confuse a VFD with a soft start though. Okay. That's one thing they are not. In fact, that's probably one thing that I'm going to cover in another episode. So to put it simply, a VFD is a type of motor controller that drives an electric motor, a three phase electric motor, and it can control the motor by varying not only the frequency, but the voltage that's being supplied to the electric motor. 
Okay. So one of the coolest things about VFDs is that they're automatic. Okay. You don't have to sit there and, and monkey around with them and adjust them, uh, when you need certain things to happen. They sense the load requirements and then they in- increase or decrease the motor speed accordingly. So this helps out in a couple of different ways. Okay. So it helps reduce operating temperature of the equipment. It helps reduce stress on the mechanical components. So one thing to note is that BFDs work best in systems that do not decrease in torque with speed increases. Okay. Now for, for all of you first year apprentices out there, um, you know, remember that frequency is measured in hertz with a Z. You see that on the motor nameplate, 50 hertz, 60 hertz, whatever the case may be. Now that frequency has direct relation to the motor's speed or to the RPMs. To put it, you know, in a simple language that somebody like I can understand, the faster the frequency, the faster the RPMs. Just like hitting the gas in your car. If you get your RPMs of your car higher, you're probably going to be going faster. Kind of like in the, in the case of our, you know, our trip back from the lake. We had to step on that accelerator to get the car as fast as we could to get her home, uh, as fast as we could. Now, speed for your motors, the speed that you want is going to depend, be dependent on the application. Now, one quick example, if, if whatever you're working on doesn't require the motor to run at full speed, you can use the VFD to cut the frequency, to cut the voltage, to slow the motor down. And that's the cool thing about VFDs. You can program them to turn up or turn down the motor automatically for whatever is happening in the application. So that is uh, kind of just a brief rundown about what, uh, you know, what VFDs are. And in the next episode, we're going to uh, go over how VFDs work and uh, give you a little bit more information in in that regard. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this week's episode of the Stuff Electricians Should Know podcast, the one and only podcast that is truly trying to give you the tools that you need to become the best electrician that you can be, not just an electrician, but the electrician. So make sure that you go and share this episode with a friend, coworker, colleague, or anyone that you think can benefit. And until next time, I hope you stay happy. I hope you stay healthy. But most of all, I hope you stay grounded. 